How many stoplights do they have there now? Last like now. Now how one. many? Still one. one? They they still do not need to use it all the time. Just when the kids one are coming stoplight. to and from hour. school <laughs> and Rush Friday hour. night games and stuff. Anything how many going people? on at the high school? Four hundred people. Uh, four thousand. Four thousand people. Okay. So have is is one Saratoga Springs in Wyoming. So 40 years ago, they had a parade when they had the stoplight installed. And it, the whole town came out. We went through there two years ago, um, a little bit of revival tour for my father-in-law. And two years before that, they took it out because there wasn't enough traffic. Wow. My gosh. That's Damn. so much of America, too. Or well, the United States, excuse me. Well, but, and, but we don't have any room to take refugees. No. And now, and now we certainly don't. Because You're making 2040 come too, too. Well, uh, I mean, and, and what, remember when we, uh, we were talking about this before about the the border stuff and Trump and that he's trying to. He doesn't like brown or black he, people. He's trying to shut everything down and yeah. using. This is just this new coronavirus. I feel like it's not even really that big of a threat, but it's an opportunity for our current racist administration to find another way to have trade embargoes and embargoes against other places. So now we can say, oh, you know, we didn't take any of the four million Syrian refugees because they're diseased and scary and they're going to kill Americans. So and it's like, brown. but look how much space we have. Well, like, why can't we like give some people cancer? Because they're not from Denmark. I That's why. I just don't. They're not from Norway. But when does the when does the world become global to the point where we have to we have to share? Because we have so much to share. We have a lot of land. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of places like if you go to places like you say like Wyoming or fucking Kansas. Who the fuck lives in Kansas? <laughs> I actually have family in Kansas. Yeah, but but but, the but like there's so much. Space. But like when driving through these states, literally, there's so much. Like I'm not saying build a town in every small plot that you see, but there's so much. Like a lot. There's towns that are dying because there's no one left, or it's because the opioids. Uh, which that's that's actually killing a lot of small towns. I actually. say let's get some Burmese motherfuckers in here, have some good food. Let's like energize <laughs> Kansas and Wyoming with some like badass West Virginia, right? Like let's bring in some. Not that food is the only thing they can bring. I'm sure that there's tons and tons of gifts. Well, let's, are we okay? But it, uh, you're trash. You're trash. Oh, she's, it's, fine. it's just Victoria. It's, it's Kansas. It's Kansas it's time. Good. But I mean, the fact of the matter is just like, you know, that's that fear of the 2040. It's coming too soon for a lot He's, of people. I feel like this whole Corona thing is just a, a big excuse for us to employ more racist policies against immigrants. Oh, yeah. I, am I, am it's I an started. insane person? Like, am it's I already started. coming out of left field I, with that? I think you might find that it's going to be the first time with the timing of it, because this is just the start of it. You have yeah. to bear in mind, this is based off flu. This is a COVID virus. And so this will this won't really start gaining traction the until the fall. Or the fall. Or the fall. Yeah. Or an election. And that you've got an election. And guess what? You're going to have both sides of the house saying, "We're going to do health care," because they don't have a choice. Because this is going to kill the voters they have and the voters they want. It, this could actually be the. This could actually mm, force good things. Point. I if you were yeah, the age, if, if you, old white people vote. And all oh, white yeah. people are going to get killed by this. Well, and so both parties are going to say, we got you. <laughs> I think? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, they're I, also paid for, you know? like I think it's going to go malicious style. I, I think it's going to go shut down, quarantine, malicious style, super takeover, uh, post-apocalyptic craziness. You really think shut it's going to go down. that far? 
Yeah, I do. So why has I London Breed not done that already? <laughs> oh, she well, she's already declared the state of emergency here and said that everyone's on like high alert. But um, it's going to be the I think it's going to be the larger scale government that comes in and puts everything on lockdown. I, uh, this background music makes me. It sounds makes very is it ominous. No, yeah, it's yeah. very spooky. Spooky. Forty five. The one dude in the White House has been, uh, you know, at his like uh, cult rallies. Uh, basically saying like you know it'll just go away you know it'll just fade away and the democrats are like coming out and scaring people with the coronavirus and it's just like no actually this is if you it's not a smart move to like do this during an election year because there could be a chance that he le leaves i don't think if <coughs> biden makes the um if he becomes the bid, I don't think, I think uh, nothing Trump's really uh, another four years it says it's not a big deal. Like gag ordering the entire like top if, officials if, for if healthcare. Yeah. If Biden God. gets it and, and he doesn't win, it's because the Bernie people just said, fuck it. Yeah. And at which point true. it's on them. You know, what? if you want and if you think this four years was fun, oh, the next four, fucked. he has no controls. The lead is off. Yeah, he's it's so if it's if, a free for all. If if the left wants to, if the left want to just say, oh, we we didn't get our person, we're taking our toys home. That's it's like, all right, well, that's what happened last time because you said, uh, no, we're fully for women, but we're not fucking voting for one. Uh, that's that's a line. Yeah, yeah it's very childish. But I mean, this is like a point that pe both parties could won and win on. But the fact that now that you have forty five, he's just so such an imbecile. You know, it'll just go away. And now he's uh, he's making Mike Pence. Uh, he's like, I'm going to move this over to Mike Pence now. Yeah, the and guy who doesn't believe in science. Well, no, right. that, let's get the Christian guy who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. If you know anything about Mike Pence, he was the governor of Indiana. He made HIV a comeback. Oh he my totally God. did. Yeah, there was there was uh, when his last years of being governor of Indiana. Uh, there was a hep uh, hep uh, hepatitis C mm -hmm. outbreak, and then it turned into like the HIV. Well, that absolutely yeah. makes sense because Christians advocate abstinence, and those dirty whores were all fucking, and therefore well, they was, all I, got it, HIV. It's also with uh, sharing needles as well. Right, because dirty also. drug addicts have a problem, and if they find their way to Christ, they could be okay. So we're like basically we're headed for a downfall. I think so. <laughs> I see it ends. falling apart. Yeah, I, I'm scared. I'm not. I'm just gonna be content. I can't even be mad well, anymore. If All I'm going to die, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Like, I, I'll, I'll know when it happens. I've, I've lived 45 years. Far, I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not ready to die Some yet. people are going to die of corona. Some people aren't. I'm either going to die or I'm not going to die. It's either a real thing or it's not. No, the I better sucks. die having a corona. Yeah, not, there we go. Not fucking, like, having. Lime yeah. or no lime? Are Ooh, you like fucking a lime. Lime, yeah. Oh, yeah. It tastes like piss without it. Hey, some people are into that. <laughs> water, water sports. Water sports. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that tape. Actually, I don't know. I would like to see that tape. Yeah, I guess. I, I totally would. I'm, I'm a pervert. I mean, I just want to see his little mushroom penis so I can point him back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's like mushrooms, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds God. so cute. <laughs> Up. Hey. hey, I'm gonna uh I'm going to uh
here we are. It's Wednesday. I just applied for another grant. It is. It's a really great day. I hope that people come out tonight to the comedy show because it's it's because it's been cold like the past couple weeks and now it's not so i'm hoping that they if i didn't if i didn't have class later i I would be itching to go someplace all right but i'm actually gonna sit in the garden oh that's nice um yeah but yeah uh, i saw the fact that yeah you guys are gonna i think you're definitely gonna get a crowd later i hope so i mean so like not all the um Things are gone. What are they called? Reservations. But a lot of them, it's like it's about 75% sold out right now. So that's great. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy either way, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is a beautiful day. And they're ripping up the sidewalk. So it's crazy here. And, uh, and there's, so world. if you hear this crazy banging behind me, it's not me getting banged. It's the building getting banged. I hope that it doesn't fall down. I mean, it was built in 1904. <clears throat> so, oops, that was loud. Sorry about that. Um, all right. So happy, happy Wednesday. (sighs) Yeah, this is the last Wednesday of this month. This month went by quick. I know, I know. April, I... We're about to head into May and then summer. So we're already seeing this year go by, like, fast as it is. Yeah. We're about to almost hit the six-month mark of this year. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know, I have to... (laughs) Life just it's keeps crazy moving. Yet scary. Well, and I've I've completely um, I'm questioning the nature of my own reality. I've been super, like, freaked out about all kinds of things. And then I'm like, okay, don't be worried. Look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns. Don't you know? Can worrying add one day to your life? No, no, it cannot. But I still I've got this unease, and I've still been I've been testing every week, and uh, and I know that I need to get. I know I need to get the vaccine, but now I know I have some new information. I can't, I can't take the one that starts with a P. I can't take Pfizer. I have to take, Pfizer has two things in it that I'm potentially allergic to. There's a, there's a dehydrant that they use and there's um, one of, there was another thing that has like biochem words in it that I'm like, oh wait, that's triggering to me. I know that I have something that does that so but I looked at the ingredients of the Moderna and that seems to be kind of okay I guess so so there's that yeah I had the Pfizer one good job on doing the research on that too yeah well and a lot of people keep saying don't get the Johnson and Johnson because they've already had trouble with it they said it was a one shot they had to recall a bunch of it like all of these issues And, and all this stuff scares me because I mean I I don't know what to trust or what's going on or like, I, I don't, I'm so nervous. Like I haven't done my taxes yet. I'm almost done with my, cause I'm waiting on my, my accountant person to get all the books together. And, but I know it's okay because it's until some part in May and then I, and I guess I could file an extension. I just, the business of life is very, very difficult for me and scary to me. And I, Ugh, you know, like I don't like having bills. I don't like the feeling of maybe owing people money or, and then it's also the feeling of, I haven't really gotten any free money. I'm still waiting on, I applied for a PPP loan and, and it isn't happening and it didn't happen. 
and they stopped emailing me about it too. They were telling me every day and then they stopped. And there was the California grant that I applied for in December and now it's in the sixth round and I haven't gotten any from that. Um, I'm still waiting. Now I'm in the sixth round and it's like, and then the, um, I haven't heard anything from the San Francisco artist UBI. So I'm like in this holding pattern of waiting and all these people have gotten unemployment and I had the unemployment thing again and I didn't camp because I own my own business. And I'm just like sitting here stressing, waiting, being like, and then it freaks me out because I'm like, why did everyone else get free money? What's wrong with me? How come I didn't get any free money? I applied for the free money. Am I not worth the free money? Like, I don't know. And then I feel like, oh, no, I'm just complaining and I'm being a whiner because everything is pretty much fine, I guess. I mean, every, I'm still around. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, well, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I haven't gotten a unemployment check in a month and a week. Oof. Well, March March of twenty uh, second was the last, and so you know there's no way, unfortunately, of calling them, you know, because we don't put enough money into that agency, especially in times like right now. Um, and so I've been frustrated, and you know the thing is with unemployment like all these grants and not grants they're not grants excuse me all these um government i guess you could say loans in a way because i mean we kind of got to pay them back with our taxes um you they're they don't make it easy and then the wording and the you know these these you know have been defunded for decades like for example you know, we can't physically we can't physically go there, obviously, because of circumstances. Nor we can't get anyone on the phone. Right. And you know, with things reopening, you would assume, and people needing jobs, you would assume at least, okay, uh, unemployment and these uh, government loans. These are through the government, so at least we can hire people. You know, because there's the people, including myself. That are employed and wouldn't mind what well, I'm not working at an unemployment office, that's for sure. <laughs> but there would be there's tons of people that would totally run to get a uh, a, a job at the unemployment to answer phones to questions and what have you. The fact that I can't get someone or you can't get someone to talk to about these things. Yeah, it's uh it's a bummer, but here's the other thing I read the other day. I read an article that said, I read an but I read an article that said that things are open again and people just aren't going out and getting jobs. Like the service industry is back open. They're looking for, they're looking for cooks. They're looking for line cooks and, and wait staff and bar staff and all that stuff. But that people just aren't going back to that. Even that industry, like they've just went, well, I was a bartender. Now I'm, now I'm not. And so the, I mean, and maybe it's propaganda. It could be propaganda. No, no, it's what, no, don't overthink it, sweetie. It's everyone is nervous. I, I mean, I would be nervous to go back into the field. That's, I mean, I'm not going back just because I'm ready to make a career off change. But I was all, I was reading the fact that people are nervous about, you know, going back out into the job field in public because you do have idiots who, you know, don't want to wear their mask. And it's, 
uh, or, you know, refuse to take the vaccine or you don't know if they've got the vaccine or not. So, I mean, and then there's certain states here there where cases are going up again, you know, oh. so I don't think that we should be completely open. Like they were talking about uh, tickets for outside lands are going on sale. What? I want to get me a, yeah, I, wow. like, it's in October. <clears throat> but my thing is, it's just like, as much as I would love to go to outside lands or work, work it so I can see the shows, what makes you think come October or a month before, you know, we won't get a third wave? Canada right now is experiencing their third wave wow. due to the way the government is and, of course, individuals. Um, certain states, Michigan is starting to close again. I just called, my, I talked to my homegirl who lives in Detroit because the rates are gone up. Wow. West Virginia are, uh, they're, what they're doing, because they're so low, they're, they have so many vaccines, they're basically paying people to take the vaccine. Wow. Because a lot of people are refusing. Now, mind you, this is West Virginia. So, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it's, you know, you know, those who are conscious and responsible are thinking, well, you know, I might have to hold on to this unemployment until I feel a little bit comfortable or I get vaccinated or most people are vaccinated because I feel like we're being shoved in and forced already. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't I don't think we're ready to be completely open. And so, you know, and with the job thing, like we should be at least able at this point to talk to someone uh on the phone about I mean, this is our money. These are the taxes that, you know, we pay into. By this point, we should be able to at least talk to somebody about, hey, I put, you know, I signed up for this, you know. Do you know what's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's with the PUA? <clears throat> no, there's – and right. when I was with the, the judge last week about can I get unemployment, and he's like, you mean PUA? And I'm like, how do I get this? And he's like, that's not my department. This What we're deciding right now is whether you can pay yourself wages or not, which you can't because of your sole proprietorship. So once again, I wasted all this time for information that I already knew, but they didn't tell me the information I wanted, which was – what is PUA and how do I get money? Because everyone else seems it's, to be getting money except me, which is so frustrating. No, you, trust <laughs> me, I'm not getting any money right now. Yeah. A lot of things are, I don't, I, it's, I, it's actually pissing me off because I, I, before I, you know, before we started the podcast, I was emailing unemployment yeah. in which it takes five to seven days for them to answer your email. Yeah. And again, it was about, I haven't research, I haven't received a check in over a month, blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. And this probably also goes for, you know, those who are looking for the uh, PUA for business. So I had to do my research because the wording on the website is God awful, terrible. You don't know what the, it's very confusing. And they do that on purpose so you can give up basically. Right. I, um, I know. I so feel that same way. But then I think, then I think I'm a yes. crazy person because I'm like, they wouldn't be purposely making this confusing so that I give up. Why would they do that? I, I just, that makes me so sad because why would you take something that's supposed to help people and make it as inaccessible as possible? So, I mean, for the love of God, and I say it too often, but I, I've been to advanced, I have master's degrees and I can't figure out unemployment. Like, 
I've yes. gone to graduate <laughs> school and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, how did I fuck this up? And you try to talk to a person and, uh, and uh, just so frustrating. And I, it makes me just sad to think that they're doing that on purpose. I, it, it feels like, I mean, the thing is, even if we weren't in a pandemic, even unemployment with the wording and how they do things makes no sense. Makes no sense. I mean, and, you know, the thing is, you know, you were talk, mentioning the PUA. So I had to look and find out that's pandemic unemployment assistance. So I, it's just like, wait a minute. So basically it's just unemployment, but extended. If they right. want to word it, things, because... Here's the thing. Most people uh, who have been on unemployment have been for have been on unemployment for a year. So their year is up. Yeah. So that's like the majority of people. Yeah. But now, like, if you go into the website, it gives you like, uh, you know, file a new claim. But if you are under the PUA, uh, you know, you do not have to file. But under it, it also says if it's been your year of. Uh, file a new claim and it's just like wait a minute huh wait, exactly wait it's wait Hence. you're contradicting everything that you're trying to say to me it's either file a new claim or you know you would tell that i'm under the extension tier two so i had to dig deep to find what extension i'm in and because it doesn't say that as soon as i get into my page right? of unemployment if they say your extension tier two do not file another claim. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> or your extension is up. Please refile. Right. That's it. I know. Well, that's the thing, though, is I somehow I made a mistake and I didn't apply for PUA and I applied for EDD again and I don't have EDD because of my business. And I wrote down, I was like, how do I get money? And they didn't help me. They just did the same thing where they sent me to a judge who said, you don't have wages. And I'm like, okay, so help me. If I don't have wages, how do I get help I really I've been asking for help and it's and everything's okay right now like but I mean ugh, it could be better you know like an extra five grand would really take a lot of pressure off me and that's not that much money really and it's like it would take off so much it's just it's that's the thing is there's overwhelming feeling of is the end of the world upon me like do I lose do I lose my dream, you know? And then what happens? And then existentially for me, like if I lose this place as a storefront and I lose Mutiny Radio, who am I as a person? This is what, this has been the whole crux of my being since 2013 and even before. So like eight years of my life, just 100% all in. And if that and, disappears- and this is with you. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, this is, it's, it's what, it's my identity. And if it, if it disappears, right, like, right. who am I and what do I do? And like, And the thing geez. is, you are doing all, you're, you're, it's not like you're sitting back and waiting and no. waiting for donations or what have you. The thing is with these, you know, with the, with the assistance that we're supposed to be getting, every business, every small business should be able to, to get this kind of loan or an extension so they can keep their businesses going. Yeah. But instead, they're, you know, it's easy for like a Ruth Chris to get, you know, some some assistance, some PUA assistance. Well, we wouldn't be on a PUA. 
Well, and, but that's the thing is the, uh, the bigger you are, the more there is out there. And when you're small and I've been small and frugal for so long, it's like I'm like this invisible little underling. And I'm like, but I do, I need, I just don't understand why this California grant that I was in the first round of, I'm in the sixth round and I still haven't been funded. So who are you funding and why not me? I just, and I'm and sorry, I feel like such a complainer. But I just want, I'm no, just hating. No, I'm actually complaining. I'm glad we're talking about this, ladies and gentlemen, on the air, because this is, <laughs> it's very frustrating now, because now it's, we, we went from the psychological parts of being in the pandemic to now the financial of, uh, the fi financial irresponsibility of what we've talked about, the financial irresponsibility of our federal government many times over yeah. during the pandemic. But with this, where things are supposedly easing into things being open, you would think that, okay, so the, this, this assistance is critical to the majority of people. And so we need at least hands on deck or hire people hands on deck so the, we can get these questions fulfilled and answered and so people can get their money and loans and we can actually start to reopen the way appropriately, you know, because people are hanging on by the thread. Well, but <clears throat> once we reopen, I mean, I've been hearing, and again, I submerge myself in a, and this week, a barrel of wine and come out for free ice cream days, but that this disease, this virus is going to mutate and that people are going to need to get new vaccines every six months because of the mutation of the virus. And I'm like, this has got to be conspiracy theory. We've dealt with sicknesses in the past. Are, is sickness now so advanced that there is nothing we can do? And maybe, but well, then sickness. that's the thing. Then we've got to, but then we've got to be, oh, how can we be closed? Can we be closed forever? How does that work? Does, I mean, well, sickness makes sick, sickness and illness make money. But the flip side to that, though, with the pandemic is you can't make any money when no one has it and pe when people are unemployed. Right. So that's the flip side to everything. Like if, you know, if we close down again, you know, the only people that are going to be making money are, you know, the pharmaceutical companies and, you know, Amazon, right, right. And, you delivery know. stuff. But then, but, I mean, the thing, like, have you been able to talk to someone, like, about your situation? What do you mean? About financially? Uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I wit. I've been trying. I've been applying for every, I mean, I've, I, I'm just waiting, you know? And the funny thing was with so the people. So you haven't been able to. The PPP. You been able to talk to someone on the other end. Well, the PPP loan they used to be emailing me like every day, and and it kept saying processing, processing, but not that it was granted. And so, and now they stopped emailing me, and I'm like, so do I apply for another one with a different lender, or do I, like, I don't know. So that that's in that's like in this weird middle ground oh, right wait, now. So it said pending. It process well. It's saying processing, but the, every day they used to email me and tell me what was happening with it. But then they just sort of stopped, and so I don't think I was awarded it. But then I don't know if I should apply for another PPP with somebody else because I still haven't gotten one. I've never gotten one of those, and they're these forgivable yeah, and loans. You never got a, you, and you never got a letter. When was the last time they emailed you? Um, like a week ago. So I'm like, why didn't you? Did you? 
tell me I'm just I'm confused on that front and I'm not sure who to talk to so there's that then there's the San Francisco artist UBI thing I applied for and and that would be a thousand dollars a month and I'm just waiting I'm just waiting because 130 artists are going to get it and so I'm just like oh god please fingers crossed and then the other one was the California COVID emergency small business grant fund and I applied in the first round and I, I can't I'm eligible for five thousand dollars and then the first round, they said, you didn't get it, but we automatically put you in the second round. And they're like, oh, sorry, you didn't get the second round, but you've automatically been put in the third round. And now we're in the sixth round, and I still haven't been funded. And it's like, so I've applied. So it isn't a ma- and I just applied for a new, I just applied for a new city grant today. It came out just today that small, um, that businesses with storefronts that were affected, um, there's grant money. And I just applied for that. So it's like, I'm, it isn't for me not applying. I've applied for so many grants since the beginning of COVID. Like, I just, it, and then it makes me feel worthless because I feel like, although I've, I've been supported by the community that I'm supporting in that I've been getting enough donations and stuff from comedians and from all that kind of stuff to stay alive. But when it comes to like city funding or something outside myself saying, yes, you're doing something important for the artistic cultural community in San Francisco. Am I getting any of that sugar? No, no, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting any help from the Chronicle. I'm not getting any traction in any newsprint. I haven't been lauded in any way for any of the work that I've, anything I've kept open or what I've done to support the community during this time. So it's like, then I try not to be a martyr and I try to think like, so does everyone hate me? So does the city hate what I'm doing here? Like, do they hate me? Is that what's happening? Do they want to get rid of Mutiny Radio? Because I think it's an important cultural part of the city, keeping San Francisco weird and artistic and fostering people and their artistic endeavors. Well, let me say this. Don't be in your head too much because it's not you. It's the fact that going back to, you know... Like I said, if you were probably a million dollar or $10 million business, you probably would have got that loan in a heartbeat. But again, this is the biggest complaint about a lot of things is a lot of these, hence all these small businesses are closing because they haven't either gotten enough money or they got no money or assistance or they're still waiting. You know, and this is why it, 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 you know, I don't, don't let it be about you. It's about everybody and the little guy getting screwed by doing what you're supposed to do by applying for these uh, uh, assistants, doing your research on them, calling them every day, emailing them, because there's only so much you can do since you can't physically go to these places. Um, So, you know, the thing is, it's just like there are millions of people that are in this predicament or this pickle. Yeah. And especially when you're a taxpayer, you pay into this. Where it's just like, wait a minute. Especially you applied back in the fall. So we're about six months. Yeah. Like. Oh, I've been waiting. Hello. I've... Somebody should let me know either yes or no. Or are we doing another round? Or the, the lack of com- it's the lacking of communication with these agencies is in the fact that our federal government 
just defunds them and now look where we're at yeah. you know it just it ugh. But then, but then what does the future bring? What does the future bring then? Because if, if diseases aren't going to stop, and we know diseases don't stop, but if, the, if viruses are getting so extreme and so deadly that we can no longer leave our houses, how do we survive on this planet? Like, who's going to make the electricity go? So it's like some people go out in the world and brave this crazy virus and the rest of everybody stays inside like or not inside in your own inside or outside like I just I I'm having a lot of trouble grasping reality right now and I and I don't know if it's because I smoke so much weed or if this really is legitimately super scary and nobody's thinking about it and we're just turning a blind eye to the the commoditization well, even further of who we are. Well, I think what you mentioned earlier and what we talked about earlier makes people scared because you mentioned people are, you know, even with the vaccine are afraid to go still out in public yeah. or to go back to work, um, you know, at a, a brick and mortar uh, or an office. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of answered your own question earlier. You know, it's the fear. And then the fact of on top of, uh, again, what you mentioned was, you know, the uh, the extreme version of COVID, you know, the super duper COVID, yeah. which is scary enough. Right. So, the the I mean, new strain, that. like the strain the in England strain. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why people are afraid to, you know, go out. That's why things are not going to be normal again. I mean, though I'm vaccinated, like I'm not I'm not out and about every day. Plus, you know, I ain't got no money like that anyway. <laughs> uh, but but still, I'm you know I'm still nervous to go like into crowds yeah. or to be amongst a lot of people for a certain minute, a uh, certain period of time because I don't know anything about how anyone else's views on this. Or if they're going to get vaccinated or they just think or they just don't give a fuck because there's a lot of those people too well so what was on the happy note you said and on a happier note oh on a happier note uh our 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 favorite uh new york's uh favorite mayor uh rudy giuliani is what was that uh let me read that article um, the feds raided his apartment, and which is a great thing. I think this is Rudy Giuliani's uh, karma for stop and frisk and <laughs> all the shitty things he's done. But yeah, so today they raided his uh, apartment and his office, and they seized computers and cell phones. And, and uh, the Justice Department is investigating into the businesses of... of our former president and the lawyer. Wow. So, yeah. So that's good news. That was the good news of the day. That's um. Oh, that's amazing because he thinks I. I think that, and the American people too were so dumb. Like, and maybe Trump was sort of banking on our stupidness and our forgetfulness. But when you do illegal things. It's like seven years or something. It, maybe, I guess, after seven years, there's a statute of limitations and you can't get, like, in trouble or whatever. Or maybe you can. Right. I don't know. But 
this is just a, because this time passes. Yeah, yeah, just because time passes doesn't mean that that you got away with it. And crimes were committed. Tax fraud is a crime. Lying about your taxes, that's a crime. Don't do that. Well, and especially if you're the president the, of the United States, like you're you're not above the law, bro. Money money laundering is where we're what we're talking Ooh. about right here. And this is uh Ukraine. This is going they're investigating him for the um the things that were going on in the Ukraine. Oh yeah. So that's worse. Yeah. And I'm all for it. Wow, money laundering. So, that's a really um, big crime too because that involves not paying taxes. Again, it comes down to the taxes. The only reason to launder money is that it's illegal funds that you're not supposed to have and if you launder it, you're not paying taxes on it. Or I mean, I guess it depends if you have a shell company. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Like LLC. I got to read more into it, but we're also talking about international waters too. So that makes it a little bit worse. But But what it comes down to is just because when you're a rich person, you might think you can get away with it, but maybe you're going to get caught. I mean, come on. Just like Epstein. This is that that privilege. This is that privilege going Mm -hmm. back to the fact that, you know, I... Come on, we, we know who really Giuliani is. He was a former, um, uh, uh, what's the attorney general or what have you of New York State, um, and he was in charge of basically um, shutting the mob down. Ha, 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 which ha, ha. it turns out he ended up joining the mob. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. But yeah, like he brought down John Gotti supposedly and what have you and all those. But he ends up being just like them. And, well, you, you know, learn from the best. And plus, yeah, and, and plus, let's not forget that he's the one that kind of emboldened the stop and frisk and right, started right. it all. Yeah, because he is a big racist piece of shit, and he married his cousin, so that's also a horrible song. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying the fact that some of these people are going down in flames. Um, but, yeah, me too. The, I justice. That that's isn't that what we all seek is that there's an equality somewhere. If you're just just because you're a rich person doesn't mean that you get to commit crimes. And sometimes they get away with it. Sometimes you got your OJs, you know, who murdered two people well, and somehow got away with it. So Well, I mean, to me, it's about being rich and white you know just like you you know you have some of the people that um were part of january 6's uh terrorist Uh, uh attack on the capitol Mm -hmm. domestic terrorism i think we talked i think we talked about this um that month where there were some um people that were arrested but some of the judges let them go on vacation while they're cases pending what like one woman complained about yeah i believe i believe we talked about this in february i already um, i already woman, pre-bought my cancun all-inclusive paid that was yes, i've already paid for it all right yes, so i'm going that's on the it one. all right because i yes because that wouldn't be fair that's it's like one. you know what though if you were <sighs> that's not I don't now mind you she she isn't a poor white lady she's a business owner so she has a little bit of not she has a little bit of bank but she's not she's not a one percenter so she's not but she's comfortable 
so she can afford a lawyer and all that mm-hmm. shit. But, you know, like her, for example, you know, she was still able to go on her trip. Unbelievable. You know, and then, you know, so she has this idea, like, you know, a lot of these people, especially the ones, these insurrectionists, have this idea of like, well, jail, white people don't go to jail. People like me, upper middle class people or upper echelon people like me don't go to jail. That's for the poors and the blacks and the brown. What is, like, that's what the ideology, ideology, how they think. And so it also goes back to like your Donald Trump's and your Rudy Giuliani's of like, these people have been doing dirt for so long and never got caught or they got a slap on the wrist or, you know, they thought they were invincible. Yeah. And, you know, me, the feds after me, why? I'm, I'm white. I'm wealthy. I could just pay somebody. Why would you go after me? But, you know, You're not everyone above the gets their day, right? Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing about the insurrectionist mob slash domestic terrorist overtaking of the Capitol. I can understand maybe as a defense that being in the crowd, being incited by the president, and then being with all these people that were like, yeah, we're going to go do this thing. And it was like, what are we doing? What's happening? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> there's, just, there's just some breaking and entering. But not. And the, but if, it, if there were enough people and everyone was whipped up enough and they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, would I go along with it? No, I don't. I I think that I'm the type of person that is like, I don't want to get in trouble. So, but it, that might be a defense for some people that they were so incited and whipped up and part of the group that, that they lost the ability defense. to make their own, that they lost their own critical thinking, that there, it was almost like a temporary insanity kind of mob mentality thing. Actually... Very good, Pam, because that is actually one of the things that they're using. But the, the what they're using is Donald Trump incited me and uh, made me think that it was okay, right, to to go know, above the law. Acts. Because yeah. you know what, and here's here's so even the defense me. for that is that because they were following the president who felt that he was somehow subjugated that the law didn't respect or that something happened to him and so laws are no longer valid and he's standing up there saying you have to fight for me the laws are no longer valid and listening to the president who's like the head of our country saying that one could cite you know grand patriotic you know something i don't know but i can see how that could be used as a almost temporary insanity situation because the rule well, of because law no longer exists because the law has already been so broken in their minds. Maybe. Well, that's funny that you say that because the the uh, shithead that uh, dressed up. Oh, the other Viking and guy. Cosplay as the Viking. Yeah, mm. he is using. That of course he's using the sanity, insanity, insanity thing. Yeah. and then the uh, Donald Trump made me do it. So he's using that. 
Yeah, I'm hyper patriotic. I'm hyper patriotic and and weak minded and weak willed, and I was easily swayed to the side that I believed in. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're white people. They have good I lawyers. I wish I could use that defense on my DUI. Right? I know. <laughs> I wish I could use that defense. Like it was because I like a boy, and so I did stupid things. I got temporary, temporary insanity because I'm so in love <laughs> that I can no longer make my own decisions. I just lost, I'm completely lost. I have no concept it's of reality. The was, it's the way I was raised. I'm gonna blame my mom and generations previously for my actions. So. Right. Yeah, I guess it would have to be, but that, I mean, that'd be putting back feminism years and years if I just said, I'm so weak-willed and I have no concept of critical thought. Therefore, I can be easily swayed by a leader that I believe in. And that's just ba basically <laughs> saying I'm so dumb and can't make my own decisions and I follow. I'm a follower. I'm such a follower. Yeah. And that would, yeah. I'd rather go to jail. I would rather go to jail <laughs> than, and keep integrity intact rather than go into a courtroom and say, I am so pathetically weak willed that I was swayed by his majestic words. <laughs> yeah. His majestic words. His majestic words. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm such a follower. I'm, or or the I'm, I'm in love defense, which I can believe in too. I'm I, temporary insanity because I'm so in love. I'm so enamored with the president, with the not with the not president anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's he is nice. everything to me. Therefore, I I lost I lost I my grapple. I doesn't even know that it exists. I lost. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> even know I exist. But I lost my grapple on, on reality, and now, yeah. Cool. Yeah, everything's going to be okay. Is it? I think so. I hope so. Every day, I just, and that's the tattoo that I want on my neck in cursive, but backwards so that only I can see it in the mirror. Everything's going to be okay. And it'll look like a necklace, but backwards. And it'll be people will look at me like, what the fuck does that say? But then in the, when I'm in the mirror in the morning, it's just, just perfect for me. And I'm like, everything's going to be okay. That's what I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. Seriously. It's the only reason to have a boyfriend is for them to tell me that everything's going to be okay. Just a hug. Like, or, you look or, or no, you haven't gained any weight. Oh, <clears throat> I'm done fishing for compliments. I did that in my first marriage. That, that, that didn't work out. I was like, ugh, I just have to be confident in myself. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. But yeah, that's really all I need is just once a week a hug. And for someone to say everything's going to be okay and like look at me and be like, you're fine, you're fine. Your weekly affirmation. Right. Everything's yeah. going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. I'm, I'm hugging you virtually. Thank you. Yeah, it, and it, it is. I mean, everything's going to be okay until I die or, you know, get hit by a car or something terrible and drastic happens. And every day I'm trying to live it to the, you know, to the nth degree, to the best of my ability and um, to try to be as happy about every moment as I can be. But man, I'm, I, I know how to seek joy. <laughs> it's just sometimes the people I seek joy in, I'm like, I need, they're not, they don't, they don't, they don't receive as much joy in being in my presence that I experience being in their presence, which is weird because I'm like, ah, oh. anyway, the imbalance of the world. How's school? Yeah. 
fine. I didn't realize, like, I had, like, about a month, less than, the 26th is the last day, I believe. Oh, cool. So, and I'm kind of happy about it because what we're doing are group projects. And so, luckily, I'm not the only one in the class that is confused about the the group project, you know, because we can't, obviously we can't meet meet in physical school, right, right. So we have to meet online or do phone calls, which is hard because people's schedules right. are all different. So like trying to get together via like on Zoom or FaceTime is becoming challenging a little bit, and also to like with um, our professor. You know, some of the things that we're doing in the group project project seem kind of vague. It's, the group project basically seems like something that you would want to do in a classroom, right? Um, more than online, you know. Yeah. Because it's kind of hard to, because we have a product that you know a fake product you made make up, and you got to you know launch it and all this stuff, but it. it It'd be easier if we were to do this, um, in like person. I said, like in a classroom. Everything's easier than... in person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, learning. You know, so it... you have to be to learn. You have to be engaged and to engage with one another virtually. It's really tough unless you were like doing Second Life or Sims on or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. it's hard to engage in um I in mean, a virtual it was, place. It's it's it's. I mean, the thing is, it's fine when we're like in class and talking about stuff but if you want us to do group projects it's just hard to do and work out with people's schedules especially if you're not meeting together in a physical classroom you know so it's like if I call someone or text someone sometimes I don't get a text back uh, a text message back through all uh, through from anyone in the group only maybe a couple people so it's just like everyone, I know I'm not the only one frustrated in the class. Other people are. So well, everyone should be frustrated. We'll talk about that today. But everyone uh, should be frustrated by education right now. It's been a year and a half and people are just starting, like special ed kids are just starting to get back into classrooms where they can see each other in, in you know, it's like school, virtual school. It's really hard to learn. To stay, I mean, and staring at a screen all day, it doesn't, it's not good for your eyes. It's not good for your brain. Like, it's really hard. It's not the same as being in person. And that everyone seems to be pretending that it is, it bothers me a little bit. Because it's, it's like, can we all just admit that it sucks? That, like, virtual learning is a pain in the ass? Like, let's not pretend that it's something that it isn't. Anyway. Yeah, I would, I, I would, I would probably hate school uh, a lot if I had to take maybe four classes like online yeah. like I'd probably maybe two I could do but I would have to honestly I like the phys- the the experience of the classroom like luckily this one isn't too bad because I'm only taking one but um but even with the one class like I said like if you you know if we're if we're trying to do things as, as a group it, it's yeah because they have other know, the thing is, they have other classes if they have four classes maybe they have four group projects can you imagine trying to get 
four right. different That's groups for mm-hmm. the, you know, and it's how many hours, what times? Because if you're actually going to school, there's an investment of time that's there and trying to recreate that virtually, it just is never going to work because people don't have, I don't know, the attention span maybe to be able to do it virtually. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the future brings. Well, I mean, if you're spending like, you know, people use the computer every day, all day. Gross. But, you know, <laughs> for the classroom, you know, I think, you know, like you said earlier, you get, you would get bored, you know, especially like you're a kid, you know, I, I would hate it. Yeah. I'd be I'd awful. It. So here's a crazy thing. I'll, I'll close out with this. Uh, because you have to get to your class and stuff. But I had a dream last night that was so meta because I was in a dream and in my dream I was supposed to go on stage and I was like, but I don't know any of the blocking and I don't know any of the, of the words. And I was like, and I have dreams about this all the time. So in my dream I was like, I have had dreams about this happening and now it's actually happening but it was still within a dream. So it was like super meta. And I hate it when that happens, when I have dreams about it. It means that I, I feel powerless in some way. Like I'm not, and usually it means I'm not feeling very confident about my performance when I have dreams about having to be on stage in a theatrical play situation where I don't know what play we're doing. I don't know the lines and I don't know the blocking, but I'm supposed to perform in front of an audience with all of these people. And that's a really nice. common dream for me. And I think that that usually means that I'm just not feeling comfortable in my material right now. But that it was so meta that I didn't just have the dream about being on stage and not knowing. I was saying, referencing in the dream that I dreamed this before. I'm like, what is my brain doing? Anyways, dreams are weird. God, they are so Your loud right now. Your is, is telling you something. Yeah, myself. I, nice. Well, and it's it's because I'm performing tonight, and I've been performing a lot. I just, I've just not, I'm just not feeling like I'm hitting like I used to, like or like I did a month ago. Like a month ago, if you would ask me the same question, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm fucking rad right now. I got this going on. And right now I'm like, I don't know. But I still, I'm performing. Like I've been performing almost every day for the past month, but. Right now, I'm just in one of those you're, weird. You're having slumps. that moment, that humbling moment that every artist has. Yeah. You know, the good thing is, like, you're not that much of a egotistical narcissist to be like, I'm still doing great, and I'm so on top of the world. Um, you know, you're like, you know, you're you're at least like, I'm feeling kind of nervous, or maybe I need to work on something, or you know, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take some time. Usual, yeah, it, that happens. But I mean, I think that's just the, you know, you being humble about your craft and Yeah, I'm gonna go through my jokes. Know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna ever, I think I'm gonna try to do a whole set of one liners. Well no, of course not. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to do a whole set of one liners though tonight. Just I'm just gonna figure it out, know all my one liners and just do all of them in a row and not bring up a piece of paper and just do them. And because... Uh, and just be chill about it, and we'll see. Just because it's all just writing, and it's all just timing and punch. And if I can, if I can remember it, it should work out. I have a new, I have a new, I'm so white joke. I'm so white. How white are How you? How white are you? Kirkland is my battle cry. <laughs> I don't know if it's better to say Kirkland 
is my battle cry or my battle cry is Kirkland. I think Kirkland is better before, but I don't know. I got to try out the timing. I'm not sure. But um, I'm so when you white. Say Kirkland, yeah. I, I think of the Costco product. That's exactly what it is. That's why I'm so white. Oh. Yeah, because my bottle cry is Kirkland. I guess I have to say Costco after that. And then I guess I can do my joke okay. after that that's like, right? Like, I go into Costco and I can't get out without spending $100. Like, oh, I need this new pair of jeans on cashmere sweaters. I just went in for butter and I came out with. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What did I come out with? A brand new car. No, they used to sell cars at Costco. Um, but I'll, I'll add that funny. to the joke because we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, well, good luck in class. Good luck getting your thing together with your group project. Sure. That's a super pain. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Just, ugh. yeah. Yeah. And Giuliani. I'm about to... that That's good news. That's good news. That I'm going home. <laughs> huh. Oh, man. All right, then. All right. All righty. Well, you're the best, and I will talk to you soon. Next week. All or right. Before... Yay. Bye. Bye. Yay. Sheriff of Truth. Sheriff of Truth here on Mutiny Radio. All right. I'm going to play the second half of the open mic from last night. We had an impromptu open mic. It was really fun. I woke. You know, and I just Rob Edwards, I say the wrong shit. Starting. You know, that I'm like, I won't go volunteering my opinion, but if you ask me, I'll tell you what I think. You know what I mean? And it just never works out. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was this, uh, there was this post on uh, social media, and it was comparing what Sue Bird makes. Who knows who Sue Bird is in here? Hmm, that's telling. Uh, they were, she's a WNBA player, and they were uh, comparing what she makes to LeBron James. How many of you know who LeBron James is? Anyway. <laughs> Oh, everyone, you've already proven my point, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, uh, so, listen, I think everyone knows why LeBron James makes more money, okay? Yes, they do the same thing when they're not running and jumping. So, you know, um, here's the thing, and I tried to explain it without being an asshole, but there's no real way to do it because it's just not a nice way to say this. You know, so I was like, okay, so who's the greatest player of all time? It's uh, Michael Jordan, right? Nickname is MJ, his airness, the jump man, you know, because he would jump so high and do athletic things and he would dunk, you know what I mean, which is a big part of basketball. If you're not dunking, it's almost hard to watch, you know, it's almost not even marketable, marketable. who would pay money to come see this, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I was like, okay, if you're saying they should be paid the same, then there needs to be a jump woman. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's, there isn't one. It's it sucks, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like for example, when when a, uh when a when somebody dunks on somebody, when a man dunks on another man, he tends to put his balls <laughs> on his forehead. There needs to be a chick kissing chicks' foreheads with her pussy lips when she dunks on them. Just wah, <laughs> the kiss of death. There needs to be. There isn't one. There's not a jump woman. There's not a hop woman. There's not a skip woman. I'm sorry. That's the truth. You know. But, you know, have no fear. Have no fear, ladies. Trans women are here. I, you might get a jump trans woman if they keep playing basketball with y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can you see the jump man logo as a trans woman? Can you see it? You visualize it. You know, ponytail, tits, with the stance, with a dick falling to the ground from the air. Yeah. Oh, that did a lot better than I thought it was going to do. You know? 
I never expect that joke. I've done that joke twice, and it worked it kind of twice in San Francisco. Am I that talented? I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a... Women fake orgasms a lot. Is that true? That's true, right? Yeah. Is that true? I'm asking you. Me? No. It was you, you just faked one just now? That was good. That was real good. I don't know, man. I don't know. Unless you're, like, committed to somebody, I don't think you should make everybody come. Everybody doesn't respond well to it. Everybody can't. You know, it's just, it's not safe. It's not a safe way to live. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I'd been, I'd, after I'd had sex with girls, they were cool before, but then there was just red flag after red flag after red flag. So many goddamn flags. I started to look around and think, where the fuck are the roller coasters at? You know what I mean? <laughs> Am I at least getting some cotton candy out of this? Bitch, what's wrong with you? Why are you like this? It's not safe, man. Like, it was making some, making some girls gum was about as, it was about as safe as, you know, like, poking the G-spot was about as safe as poking a bear. You know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't, it was dangerous, all right? But, uh, all right, that's my time. You guys have a good one. Rob Edwards, everyone! Poke the bear, yay! Poke the kitty! I'm sure he has no problem poking the kitty. Uh, your next comedian, she doesn't have kitties, but she has a scruff pup who is a really just a doll and a joy, as is she. And you're going to love her right now. Put your hands together for Rachel Pinton! you to pay attention. Can you like, all right. Hey, excuse me, everybody, if I could please just have your attention. I think I want to start my set. Okay. All right. You know what they say about men? You know? Like you give them an inch and they want to give you like six to eight more inches. It's like, where does it end? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did it begin? I don't know. Some time. You guys want to hear about how I made the front page of Reddit? Yeah. I like. I heard you tell stories. I'm like, I have some real stories too. I'm gonna tell my fake stories. All right. So I made the front page of Reddit. Like more people can relate to this one. Then I'll dive into more. I'll dive into more crazy ones so you guys will realize. Uh, never mind. So uh, I did this thing. It was called a. Uh, it's called Tinder. Have you guys heard of it? Uh -huh, yeah, you know what it is? 
yeah, I was on there. And I matched with somebody, and they sent me a message. And they were like, hey, if you were a vegetable, you'd be a cucumber. <laughs> I'm like, cool. <laughs> if you were a vegetable, I would pull the plug, dude. I'd pull the plug. I'm not going to take care of you. And uh, we didn't go on a date. It never happened. You know. But what did happen was a month later, I get online, and I'm on Reddit, because I do that. You know, I'm scrolling on Reddit, and I see a screenshot of that exact same conversation, dude. And I knew it was me, because it was like they blocked out my face, but not the hair. I'm like, that's my hair. I know I said that. I have the same. Like, I can track back and backtrack it, you know? And then he put, like, Marlon Brando <laughs> underneath it and was like, oh, they killed my boy, you know? Or like, like, look what they've done to my boy. I fucked it up. I'm like, eh. I didn't have the mothballs. I didn't have the mothballs in my mouth. All right, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Look, look what they've done to my boy. You know, I don't know. I'm not an Italian man, but. <laughs> but I saw it on the front page of Reddit. I was like, that was me. And no one's going to believe me, but it was. It was true. I made the front page of Reddit. I, like, I, and that's when I knew that, like, my jokes are not good enough to give me a date. But they are good enough for the front page of Reddit, right? Yeah. Right? That's something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just want to point out how awesome this person's shirt is. It says, stay woke, and there's Freddy Krueger on it. And that is hilarious. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, that's a, yes. Yes, applause break for how awesome this person's fashion choice is. Yes. Amazing, right? Oh, so good. Uh, where do I go from here, you guys? <laughs> this one time I was, like, homeless or whatever, and I was, like, uh, in Nashville. And, uh, man, this is such a long story. But anyway, long story short, too long, right? Uh, uh, how, wait, how many minutes do I have? Oh, when you say that, it's one minute. All right, so I'm at in Nashville. least three. You've got at least three. <laughs> so three. I'm in Nashville, and I, like, meet this guy. And, like, he sees me and, like, you know, like, dude, I didn't even have any gear, dude. Like, I was just, like, stranded there or whatever. And uh, he was like, hey, hey, I heard your story, and I want to buy you a beer and get you a cigarette. And I was like, oh, that, that sounds cool. Like, I got nothing else better to do. Like, what the fuck? I'm, like, homeless. I've never even been in Nashville. So I go with this old guy, and, uh, like, he shows me around and stuff. And he, like, buys me a beer, and he gets me a cigarette, and he starts telling me a story. And I have this problem where when people talk to me and they're like people, I fucking listen because they're people. I don't know. I'm like, well, yeah, sure, whatever. You got me this way. I'm going to like listen to whatever you have to say, you crazy old dude. Uh, so he was telling me about how uh, he was like, every lifetime I'm reborn, I live like Jesus. I'm born and I have possessions and I get rid of all of my possessions and then I just live on the street and I have nothing over and over again. Lifetime after lifetime, I just live on the street and then when the cops come to, to arrest me and they say that I'm panhandling, I just, I go to the court and I'm like, look, I just took off my hat because I was in the presence of a lady. You know, I'm like, wow, that's really clever. You know, <laughs> you know, like, oh, here's a lady, like, um, you know. And then he was like, I want to go with you and follow you where you go and keep you safe. And I was like, dude, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to let you follow me around, you old dude. I don't know what the fuck. Dude, I'm like 20 or some shit. I don't know. And 
and uh, he's like, no, you can't. I love you as God loves you because I am God and I will be with you and I will follow you and I will go where you go. And I was like, whoa, dude, like God come with And he was like, can you just please just like give a lonely old man a kiss? Just, just a kiss, just a kiss. And I was like, all right, one, I can't kiss God, right? And two, I don't even believe in you. Like, I don't even believe in God. Like, is this even real? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I could probably leave on a funnier thing than that. Uh, <laughs> but that's a true story, right? That's cool. That's cool. It was right after, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I had this blind piece of shih tzu. That's another story. All right, bye. Rachel Pinson chose not to kiss God. Yay! Wow, the hubris of Rachel Pinson when offered to kiss the divine being. She goes, maybe another day. That's fine. No, I respect that. I would be like, all right. I mean, unless, I mean, I've lost the plot. Although I would believe a lot of people talk to themselves on the streets now. Uh, Bluetooth making homeless people look less crazy since 2002. <laughs> your next comedian is a new person. Put your hands together for Oshman. Yay! They're taking all these pictures. And they know it. been a while since I've done comedy, you know. <sighs> it's been about 18 months, which is okay because that's the advice I've always heard is the best stand-up comedy. They say, do six months of open mics and then take 18 months off and just do nothing. That's what they always say, right? I'm a bit older. I'm still in school, though. Uh, I was in the military for a while, so I'm in college right now. It's all online, which is okay, except I don't like discussion posts because discussion posts is when we're forced to interact with each other. And, uh, you know, we're doing this thing, and it was just like, okay, talk about, you know, Iraq or whatever. And I was like, you know, it's because of oil, whatever. So, but, you know, this, this my classmate, she said, uh, she responds to me, and she said, by the way, you said your instead of your apostrophe. She corrected me. And I was like, okay, come on. Like, are we really doing this? I, I hate grammar, no grammar Nazis so much because grammar Nazis don't appreciate what's so special about language is that it's constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. Like, words are incredible because we started from, you know, just two cavemen pointing at each other saying, oh, 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 you know, like, it started from that, and now we have amazing words like caterpillar and Obama, you know? Like, we have all these incredible words, right? But I don't, I, I, it's okay, but I, it, it has been a little bit rough. Um, I don't talk to my parents about that. I don't talk to my dad about that, God forbid, because um, my dad just does not have any respect for American culture or whatever. I said, Dad, I'm having a really hard time in school. He's like, eh, you have a hard time in school. You were having a hard time going to school on a computer in your room. Ah. <laughs> when I was a child, we had to walk 20 miles to go to school. And my mom was like, he was homeschooled. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but, you know, he, he's, uh, he's probably right, I guess. I don't know. 
Because, you know, it is hard. It's very difficult to continue to go to school. But, you know, parents, they come from a time when things were harder. Or they say that anyways. We all kind of understand that parents exaggerate things just a little bit. You know, 20 miles to go to school, out of your bed, to get homeschooled by a tutor who taught you everything. You know, it's all just a little bit of an exaggeration, which is what's so kind of interesting Amer in America because we all know that our grandparents and their parents exaggerate. And I know that slavery was definitely bad. But <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm not, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that slavery wasn't bad. It just might have been a tease. There was nothing, nothing fun. There was no fun times. It was always just work, right? Always. I mean, come on. Because I know I asked my dad how far was school, 20 miles. I'm sure some little girl asked her dad, Dad, what was it like being a slave? They whipped us every day. Mm -hmm. uh, every single day. They whipped us and we had to work there all day. His wife was like, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I, uh, I have a voice like this and I look like this, which just kind of sucks because I really would like to be more intimidating and I'm kind of failing at that constantly because yesterday I was walking down the pier and uh, I got stopped by a white woman at night asking me for directions. Wow. Which is how I know, <laughs> it's how I know that I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> she asked me, excuse me, sir? And I said, yes, ma'am. I turned on like the white voice automatically. Like she like punked me, she alphaed me. I should have been like, shut the fuck up, what you talking about, bitch? I don't know no directions. I was like, yes, ma'am, uh, how can I help you? Am I on the right side of the roads get picked up? I was like, um, let me check my phone, because I'm sure you don't have, like, wh who is this woman to bother me asking me for directions, you know? But uh, yeah, I told her, because I'm a bitch, and uh, that's just what it is. So I really made the effort to go out and look way more intimidating, you know? Just with a, <laughs> walking around like, <laughs> on my way to get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almond milk in that too, if you could, bitch. You know, just <laughs> didn't really work. But uh, I really made that effort all week. And then, you know, earlier I was walking and then uh, I someone tasked me on the shoulder and I turn around and in the interest of, you know, the climate right now, I'm not gonna do the impression but it was an Asian woman that asked me, and she just said, what direction is the Market Street Ross? And I was like, God fucking damn it. Am I real? You really want to come up to me with how bad things are? Aren't you afraid of us? You should be, right? But uh, that was a little too far, right? <laughs> you guys were on the road for the slavery joke, huh? But that one was just a little, okay. Anyways, I think that's about uh, all I have. That's, that's good. Thank you, guys. Yay, Osman, yay! I hope you come back again and again. That was that was lovely. I am not afraid of you with your collared shirt and your pleated front pants. <laughs> like you're definitely <laughs> the least. I'm more scared of your next comedian. Who's gonna beat me up? I don't know. Maybe her. Put your hands together. No, I'm joking. You're a lovely human being too. But I would actually on the street, I might be more terrified of you. Put your hands together for Chrissy Bona. Yay! Pamela, you know I have no upper body strength. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my word. Um, guys, how's it going? What is it, Tuesday? Man alive. Well, man alive. Um, it's fine. Uh, I just got a life coach. Um, I'm looking into uh, getting a death coach, too, because uh, I'm trying to plan my life. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Just kidding. I'm a weird-ass lady. <laughs> I'm a strange bird. Um, yeah, it's been a weird, it's been a weird day, a weird week after a year, weird 34 years, you know what I mean? Um, so I grew up in LA, uh, true story, my dad is a retired plastic surgeon, and, uh, most people are like, oh my god, uh, why aren't you more attractive? Uh. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, peep, peep this, comma, friend, colon, uh, uh, LA5 is a Bay Area 8. What? I didn't even have to get surgery. I didn't even have to get surgery. Joke's on you, all of you. <laughs> so, yeah, when I was growing up, the body type was like, yeah, Paris Hilton, heroin chic. Uh, now curves are in, finally, but I don't feel happy about that because it's only certain kind of curves, like the right kind of curves hourglass figure, you know. Nobody likes my curves, reverse hourglass. <laughs> Just goes out in the middle. I'm like, all right, call me when there's a dove body wa wash ass. Whoa, wow, way, did I just have a stroke? <laughs> Holy shit, can somebody, t can you take me to the emergency room right after this? Just like clear your schedule. Call me when there's a dove body wash ad about reverse hourglass. Wow, oh my god, sorry. So, true story, I'm an attorney, and I do also appear before the judge slurring and drunk, just like I appear before you today. <laughs> like, your honor, eject, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. He's like, this is not a jury trial, counsel. <laughs> this is a bench trial, it's just me. And I'm like, eject. To that, and I move for um, another margarita. <laughs> Is that's how I order my drinks? Oh my god, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, look, attorneys are mostly alcoholics. That's why I get along with comics so well. Like we're all just broken people. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, comics and alcoholics, we're broken. It's a mosaic. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Okay, so <laughs> look, take the take the shattered pieces, make a mosaic. You know what I mean? Guess what? The mosaic is a picture of, of a garbage can, so it's still shitty. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's fine. You know, we get to have like bar carts and uh, bottles of booze at work. It's not it's not actually taboo. And then we get to play this fun game called How Much Can We Drink Before It's Malpractice? The answer is it depends on what you had for lunch. I hope you had a, I hope you had a big lunch. <laughs> right? Like, fucking buck up. Buck up. Keep it tight! Um, yeah. I took the California bar exam, and, and then now, like, every day is the bar exam for me, and it's just... How many drinks can I drink on an empty stomach? At a bar, get it? 
Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I love comedy. The reason why I wanted to try comedy is I just wanted to see what it was like for like once, what, what it was like to disappoint my parents. Yeah, 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 it's fine. I've been doing everything kind of by the book. I'm, th I'm the youngest of three. I wanted to, I've always been like, you know, the rule follower and the goody-goody. And now I'm like, hmm, what if I tell a dick joke? It's scary. Here's one. One time I saw a micro penis and I was trying to explain it to my friend and I was like, I don't know, I've never seen one so small. She said, what happened? I said, it was like his torso was giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> and guess what? I always thought I wanted that kind of encouragement, but this time I was like, no, 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 no way! I don't want it. <laughs> This is off the rails. Are you a runaway train, Christy? Yes. Um, so, yeah, micro penis. Another dirty joke that I hope my mo This is local radio, right? You're not. This is not. All right. It's well, okay. If it's fine, my mom doesn't listen to the radio. Um, she's deaf. No, she's not. She's not. She's not. <laughs> um, I was recently told, hashtag humblebrag slash TMI, that. Uh, by this gentleman that I was the only woman he met who sucked dick as well as a gay guy. <laughs> Which I was like, oh my god, thank you. Wait. Uh, I had a lot of questions. Um, but that's fine. Like, at the end of the day, did I step in gum? Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. Focus, 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 focus. Um, I am gonna get fired if my employer ever hears this. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna leave everyone on a on a real, just a solid, clean PSA. If the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, you need to rethink your life because that's fucking terrible coffee. Okay, bye. Christy Bonner, everyone! Dear Lord, making the bubblegum garbage party. You ever heard of that? That's when you suck a flaccid dick and it doesn't get hard. It's just a bubblegum garbage party. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you said bubblegum, and that's what my brain went to was the bubblegum garbage party. When you're trying and trying and trying and it's not working, and you're like, this is not a, my problem. This is a, your problem. You're on too many drugs. No, there's just, they're on too many drugs. I get, th that's the problem. It's sometimes you're on MDMA and you're like, you know what? I actually wouldn't want the dick to be hard. It's more fun when it's soft because <laughs> it's in your mouth. And you're on MDMA and you're like, this is a bubblegum garbage party, baby. This is Burning Man. There's no sand in my mouth. This is weird. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> no one else has been to Burning Man. That's cool. Mike, you're next. Oh, really? oh yeah, you get to follow Bubblegum Garbage Party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not like nicknaming Christy Bonna Bubblegum Garbage Party, but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, she she has. Great time. No, she's having a great time. Having a great time. And she sings karaoke. You can listen to one of the other karaoke things. Um, hey, your next comedian. What a joy and wonderment he is. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Mike Bonds!
Did he just say in your micro penis? <laughs> God damn, that's a hell of an introduction, bro. Yeah, damn. Well, our shit ain't micro, but any. Oh, we, do we have to have our mask on? No, we don't have to do the mask thing. How you guys doing tonight, man? Fuck. Fuck. It's just Tuesday, right? It's just. It's just Tuesday. It's just fucking Tuesday, man. Wow, man. I, a funny thing about Tuesday, man. I saw a homeless dude earlier, man. You guys ever seen a homeless hoarder before? You know what I'm saying? A homeless dude that's a hoarder? I was like, damn, this motherfucker is legit. He had like 10 carts and shit, just full of random ass shit on there. I think he had like a donkey in the back. I was like, damn, he's dope with this shit. Anyway, saw a homeless hoarder dude. Uh, should I go to my old material? Fuck it, why not, man? You know, fuck it, why not, right? Yeah, no way, right? Fuck, man. Uh, I went to go buy white privilege the other day. <laughs> Anybody selling white privilege? No, nobody selling white privilege, right? Right, you selling white privilege, right? Yeah, okay, you're not selling it to me though, right? I went to go buy white privilege the other day at the store, and the dude was like, "Yo, man, we don't have no white privilege, but this black privilege right here." <laughs> if there's such a thing, right? Damn, man. Crazy about this year, 2021 already. We lost uh, Rush Limbaugh earlier this year. Isn't that fucked up, man? Don't laugh. Don't clap about that shit, man. That's that's. Don't clap about that. Don't you guys are, you guys are fucked up, man. That's some cold shit, right? The fact that he died during Black History Month. Now you can clap that shit up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one for Black History Month right there. That shit's gonna go down in Black History. I'm like, yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Died in Black History Month. Now we can celebrate this motherfucker, right? Jeez, people. Weed is getting too strong in San Francisco, guys. It's, it's get, ain't it, ain't it, what, tell him what weed's getting too strong? You know, he like, yeah, it's not strong enough yet, right? <laughs> Look, he got some weed in his hand, right? Fuck, dude. I was smoking with this dude the other day, man, from New York, man. And halfway through the joint, he developed a Jamaican accent. I was like, where the fuck you get that from? What kind of weed is that you smoking, man? You know? Half of us get high and we, we develop a Jamaican accent. Like, fuck it, why not, right? I was going, I was uh, traveling uh, not too long ago through this uh, crazy-ass town, and uh, I was like, you know what, I'm hungry. I'm going to stop at McDonald's to eat, right? So I'm, uh, I drive through the little drive-through, and uh, this lady walks up with her, with her dog. Now, mind you, she was homeless, obviously, but she was fine as fuck, right? <laughs> I was like, Damn! Hey, she was like, excuse me, sir, uh, you know, I just wanted some change, you know, buy a cheeseburger or something like that. And I don't ever solicit money for sex. Don't get me wrong, people. I'm not that guy. Don't put that on me like that. You know what I'm saying? Before a double cheeseburger, I was like, <laughs> nah, I wouldn't even do it. Like, don't, don't, don't laugh at that shit. I wouldn't solicit sex for a double cheeseburger. Maybe if it was supersized with a large fry. Yeah, I don't know. No, I wouldn't do it. But anyway, I gave her the change. But I was like, you know what? I really wanted to tell her she was in the wrong profession. I was like, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> she was with her dog. And she, I was like, you're doing it all wrong. Anyway, people, that was just my journey from the other day. You know? Crazy life, though. Anybody enjoying 2021 already? Anybody? Yeah? You motherfuckers are enjoying this shit, man. Nah, you enjoying 2021? You know? I say in 2021, you know, I got a lot of white friends. I got a lot of black friends, too, but I'm really going to start being more real with my white friends in 2021. You know what I'm saying? I really am. You know what I'm saying? Because I was hanging out with my white buddy the other day, right? 
And this dog walks up to me and he just starts licking my leg. And I was like, yo, dog, what's up with your dog, man? He's like, yo, man, my dog has ADHD. Just relax. I was like, yo, man, your dog has ADHD? Okay, cool. Uh, and then he goes, uh, yeah, my dog Larry. I said, well, there's this problem right there. You named him fucking Larry, right? You know, can't name your dog human names. That's why the motherfucker's crazy, right? Crazy shit, man. Um, I realized I had a big-ass head the other day. Clap it up if you got a big-ass head, man. You know what I mean? I know, right? You know you got a big-ass head, bro. You know? I went to go buy a hat the other day at the hat store, and the dude was like, hey, man, it's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we get your size in. <laughs> the head is big as fuck. I know, man. I know. You know? And it's crazy, too, because my son got a big-ass head. I realize there's two conversations I'm going to need to have with my son. Number one, this is how you deal with the police. Number two, you got a big-ass head. And both conversations are equally just as important. You know what I'm saying? Both are. How many people think they phone watching them? You know your phone's watching you, right, Brady? You know your phone's watching you, right? I'm pretty sure my phone is watching me because the other day I was using a Waze app, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, it's a Popeye's about a half a block away. <laughs> Would you like to get there? I was like, damn, phone, you know me so well. Well, go ahead and get me there anyway. I got a few minutes to kill. Let's do this. Let's do this. For real, man. Um, I really understand that uh, being online is, is really dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Being on these little Instagrams and Facebooks and shit like that. Because you don't really, I don't know if you guys give a fuck, but I don't really scream my friends and shit. I don't give a fuck. All right, cool. You were, you were like the police. Cool. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I was walking down the street the other day, right? And this random ass person just walked up to me. Hey, Mike. Like, yo, he's like, it's me. I was like, yeah, it is you, right? It is you. It's like, dude, we've been Facebook friends for like 10 years. I was like, oh, really? I don't even remember this motherfucker, truthfully. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Then he starts holding on a conversation about me and my shit. I got to watch what I post. Then he starts holding on a full conversation. How's your son doing? Well, he's all right. He still got that big ass head? Yeah, he does. How's your grandmother doing? She's all right. She's still eating those edibles? Yeah, she is. You know, it's crazy, man. Speaking of my grandmother eating the edibles, you know, it's, uh, she just turned 96, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right? First thing she said when she turned 96, she said, baby, I want you to give me some of them, you know, them edibles, put in a sweet potato pie for me. That's how I like it. It's like, I got you, grandma. I got you. So that's how I like it, baby. You know, I said, I got you, Grandma. We're going to make a sweet potato pie edible for you. You know what I'm saying? So me and Grandma sat down and had a slice of that sweet potato pie edible. You know what I'm saying? Halfway through the conversation, she started talking about how she used to suck my granddaddy's dick. I was like, whoa, Grandma, relax. That's too much information. This shit is hitting you hard, huh? Relax off that shit, man. I was like, damn, Grandma, it's too much, you know? Crazy thing about this pandemic, too, man, is I miss buffets. You guys miss buffets out here, man? I miss buffets. I'm, I'm a big, he's like, eh, you know. That's like my heaven, you know what I'm saying? Buffets for a big man, you know. I was at a buffet before this pandemic started, man. It's crazy, you know. First of all, you got to watch these kids in buffets. You can't let kids walk around buffets by themselves. She's like, nope, I know. You got kids, man? I know. She like, well, fuck, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Kid was walking around the buffet taunting the shit out of me. Hurry up, fat man. Let's go. Get your mashed potatoes. I was like, man, I'm about to slap the shit out this kid. Somebody better come get him. Come get this kid. Then the kid just kept taunting me and shit. Then the kid took a piece of that chicken and put it in the fudge fountain. He threw that shit at me. Smacked me right in the face. Wow. Like, man, I'm about to kick this kid's ass. 
but I tried that shit, and turns out it was pretty good, man. So y'all go try that shit, man. It's called Chocolate Chicken. Tell them a little badass kid sent you. Hey, I'm Mike Bonds, and this has been Tiny Radios. It's Tiny Ra Oh, Mutiny Radio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. Rachel, I'm so excited. He just pointed out that in mutiny is the word tiny. Oh tiny, tiny, God. tiny. It's like tiny camp. We're like, we're literally like a tiny. And it's so silly. I have a tiny harmonica on me today. And I have a tiny knife. And I have a tiny purse. I like tiny things. I'm like a Japanese woman born into a white lady body. Also... My battle cry is Kirkland. That's what I learned from tonight thus far. My battle cry is Kirkland. All of it kept me alive for this many years. A uh, couple comedians left. Your next comedian, she's never been here before. I'm excited to bring her up. Put your hands together for DW. because I don't like hearing people butcher my name. <laughs> it's just something I don't like to do. Uh, especially around white companies, they can never get it right. I don't understand, it's five letters with an apostrophe in the middle. It's not that hard, but I get, oh, Dewayna, Dewayna, Joanna? First and foremost, fuck Joanna Man. Fuck that movie to Kingdom Come because that movie has made my life hell. Uh, that movie came out in 2002 uh, and I still get called the Water Man to this very fucking day. Uh, irritates my soul. Anywho. <laughs> um, this also made me think about Jill Scott. I don't know if you saw her video where she was like giving the Got Got 3000 on the mic. But she basically was in the middle of performing, and she was like, "This is how you suck a dick." And then she was like, "Like, like double, double handing it, and then like, like singing, singing around it with her mouth open." And I was like, "There are children here, Jill. Like, parents brought their children to this supposedly family-friendly event, and you out here teaching fellatio. Nobody asked for that, Jill. I still love her though." I will suck both titties. I don't, I don't care. Um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I am born and raised in San Francisco. I know it's such a rarity. We're so rare. I like to call San Francisco natives unicorns, but I call black San Francisco natives black unicorns because what is rarer than a black unicorn? Think about it. Think about it. You've never seen one, <laughs> ever. It's some weird ass folklore and some weird ass pixie picture some five-year-old white girl grew, drew and it's just a black unicorn, whatever. And it's felt, 
of the white spectrum in San Francisco. It was very wild. I went to Swan's Depot because I'm bougie and I want to spoil myself on Sunday. Um, and I overheard this white woman talking about, did you hear that you can't even say master bedroom anymore? Ugh. And they're getting rid of the Christopher Columbus statue. <laughs> we can't even keep our culture anymore. And I was just trying to enjoy my oysters on a half shell with my clam chowder. <laughs> And this woman disturbed my peace, and I tried to be, you know, the social justice warrior that I was trained to be. And I was like, excuse me, I couldn't help but overhear you. And she's like, no, no. And I'm like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. I didn't say shit yet. So if you're already getting mad, you know you did something wrong. Like what? What is the reason for Christopher Columbus? Like what is the purpose? Tell me, tell me why he is here. And she was like, uh, first and foremost, I may not look it, but I'm Spaniard and Native American. I'm like, oh shit, really? Oh no, your blonde hair and blue eyes would have totally just. <sighs> That's silly of me. And I was like, well, if you're Native American, then shouldn't you, you know, feel some type of way about Christopher Columbus? <laughs> and she was like. Well, I think it's important for my children to know their history, and I don't mind that Christopher Columbus massacred my people. I'm like, see, wow. this is what's wrong with you. Wow. And I had to walk away because I knew I was going to, like, spill her Chardonnay on her lap. I knew it. I knew it. So the same day, same day, same day, I walked maybe, like, a block and a half the other direction, and I saw, I don't know what she was. I think she was maybe Russian. Let's say that for the sake of the story. And she was running from a crackhead who was, you know, respectably scary. And she was, <laughs> she was waiting, she was waiting for a cab. And I was like, "Oh, ma'am, do you need like, do you need backup? Do you need us to like, like, you know, if we stand together, we look bigger to the crackhead? Like, do you need us? Do you need us to like, what do we, what do I need to do to like to help you?" And she was like, "Oh no, no, thank you so much. But Black Lives Matter and Asian Lives Matter." She got in the cab and went away. And I was just like. Am I mad? It, it, I don't know how to feel now, because it was a very, very random day. Um, I will tell one last part about my occupations. I'm a teacher. I teach, I teach the babies. Um, we are currently on distance learning, and it sucks. But uh, remember when kids had dreams? Like, remember when kids, like, aspired to be things? Like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to run for president. You know what the kids' dreams are now? I want a YouTube channel. And I'm like, Luke, no, that is not a career. Do you think I'm really going to put money, time, and dedication to teach you how to edit videos for YouTube just so you can get bored after a month later because you don't know how to edit right? So you can call me at 2 o'clock in the morning and say, Miss Stewart, I don't, how do you find child if you don't leave me be? But that's my whole point, is that there is a low, low, low bar <laughs> for what children inspire to be. And it makes me sad, because it's like, now children don't want to be doctors. They want to be YouTube stars. They want to be Instagrammers. They want to be influencers. I'm like, but who do you influence if, what? You're 17. Who are you influencing? Who is inspired by you? 
What are you doing that's inspiring? <laughs> and I don't, don't want to, like, you know, as an educator, you can't just tell a child you ain't, you ain't inspiring. Like, that's not something that you want to hear. It's just like, um, you can be anything that you want to be. And most of these kids respond to me, I don't want to be anything. I just want to stay at home and watch TV. And I'm like, if your parents kick you out, it's not going to be on me. Because I tried my very best to give you career choices things to do with your life but you know what if you want to be a 25 to 35 year old chilling at your mama's house i'm not gonna stop you shoot for the stars <laughs> and that's my time <laughs> yay dw hooray and then yay and then yay and then yay okay um i'm the last person so i'm gonna run around Yay. DW was talking about the bar. You know, some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. <laughs> like, what are you? What's wrong with you? You all tindery weirdos. Who's on dating apps? Who's dating apps? He's got it going on. All the rest of you are liars. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a truth. I've never been on an dating app. I'm 46 years old, and I've never had a dating profile. This is the one thing I base my integrity on. So you must clap for it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that, and I've never seen the movie Titanic. These are the two things that I like rest all my laurels on. All the laurels rested on no internet dating. Never seen Titanic. I am an integritist bitch. No, I'm not a bitch. I hate to use that word. It's so pejorative. Uh, sorry, not funny. Uh, I'm really excited because I've been rereading Shakespeare plays, and I realized that although a guy, like, he knew what he was talking about, like, I feel like he's speaking to me about menopause. Double, double, toil and trouble, cauldron burn and cauldron bubble. Yes, these are my underwear. This is what we're talking about. I am a 14-year-old boy now. There is <laughs> heat inside my pants. The crotch pot is cooking, let me tell you. I also get hot flashes. I could easily cook an egg on myself. There's enough wetness. Nothing will stick. I'm like a wet seal. I wanted to go to wet seal. Remember, remember wet seal, right? I didn't know that that's what that clothing thing was about. It's about menopausal women being like, I'm wet like a seal at night. I wish I was forever 21. It's <laughs> cool. See, you know, this is geezer girl jokes, and I'm so glad that you got that. Also, Contempo Casuals, I still have some earrings from them. Yes. <laughs> oh, remember, I remember my youth when, like, my entire personality was shopping. <laughs> it was so much easier then. When I was a true capitalist, I'm a I'm I'm a socialist now. I don't I haven't bought anything since I was in junior high. These um these are not from junior. I do have a couple leggings though that literally I've had since high school, and I'm 46, and uh, I have a lot of my clothes from high school. I can fit into all my cheerleading outfits. Yay! Okay, let me show off for a second. Let's see if I can do it. Like I'm a little drunk, but I still think with just that balance, I can still. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm 46 years old, and, like, my leg is, like, right up by my head. 
I can do the splits. I can do the front back. I know, right? And no, none of the comics want to fuck me because they're like, oh, you give up such a serious mom vibe. <laughs> I'm like, what about a stepmom vibe? A stepmom vibe. Everyone talks about those porn. Everyone's into stepmom porn. Are they not? Do I not give up a stepmom vibe? Your mom doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I like, I also, people often say that I look like the art teacher that everyone wanted to fuck. <laughs> like that's, that's another one I get. I also get a lot of people say I look like Katherine Keener if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> I get that one too. <laughs> yeah. But to that I say I don't look anything like Katherine Keener. Also, I can't afford cocaine. I'm not Katherine Keener. You know, she's so rich. You can afford that stuff. Yay. You know, drugs, yay. I've been microdosing MDMA for the past week and a half. Like, every day. It's in my pocket. I have, like, a tiny bit left, this crazy stuff. No, I've been taking, like, I've been microdosing MDMA. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. For, like, the past week and a half. This guy gave me a pill, and he's like, I was like, what is this? He's like, this MDMA, whatever. And I was like, what What does that mean? And he goes, I was like, how, what is this? He goes, so you split it between, like, I don't know, eight people. I was like, what if I take it over 16 days by myself? That's what microdosing is. Yeah, oh, the skies are open to me, or I've lost the plot, or reality's just a construct, and we're just all pawns on a checkerboard of life, just moving around. <laughs> no, I really thought I lost the plot. I've lost the woo. It's good. I try not to eat bananas in public anymore because I feel like it's too sexual of an act. <laughs> like it's, it's like that. No, I got so much attention in this outfit, and I'm like, is it because I'm skinny or is it because I'm wearing bright colors? Like, I don't know, like, what's happening, but I got so much attention today. Like, everyone's like, what? I was like, am I giving serious eye contact? Because I'm, I, I had sunglasses on. How do they see me? How do the guys, how do the guys that are running shirtless see me staring at them when I'm wearing sunglasses? <laughs> how is that? How is it that they look back at me when I'm wearing sunglasses? Like, did you, were you hoping that I was staring at you? And I would, I mean, I, well, I, he, I'm glad he was not wearing a shirt. I was like, oh, yeah, springtime, bitches. Like, you know what I, do you watch soccer? Aha, so do I. You know what I love about Premier League soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 23-year-old men make goals. <laughs> they're, they're, they literally making goals. <laughs> That's what they're, ah! I've never, maybe it's a European thing. It just doesn't happen here. I don't know. I don't know. They're just such snowflakes. They're like, no. They're just so weak. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I really feel like, I feel like we made, this is, no, this is just a TED Talk, but I feel like we made men weak because of single mothers. Because all the single mothers were doing everything. They were a mom and a dad, and they were working, and they were doing everything, and they were doing it all. Yeah, right? Exactly. And so they had, and they're like, mm, women are going to take care of me forever. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a boy. I'm just a boy in the world. I'm like, were you listening to Gwen Stefani too? Except it was about you. That's what all the millennials are. A millennial's idea of a pickup line is, I see you. No, that no, that is. Have you not gotten that from a millennial? That's their pickup line now. They're so weak; they have no game. All they have to do is, I see you. Yeah, we all have eyes, asshole. You can't be at least a little bit original. A homeless guy on the street said to me, "Girl, you've been living a long time to look 22." 
See, that's a compliment. I see you, you lazy piece of dog shit. Really? You, I'm gonna, uh, you tall and skinny, I'm gonna fuck you, fuck you. Here's the other thing, this is crazy. Like, I've, I've had eating disorder for years, and now all of a sudden, guys are calling it intermittent fasting. It's called anorexia. You're going to mansplain anorexia to me? I've been doing this for 30 years, dickbag. And now, but I'm intermittent fasting. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Mansplaining anorexia to the ladies, right? I love you, Thanks. Well, <laughs> I got a laugh from Christy in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, no, the beauty, and there's a the thing, actually, we've done sets from the bathroom before. You can actually pull a microphone in there and do a set from the bathroom. I, I'm peepoofarts.com. Uh, all right, my time is done because we have two more hey, comics that just showed Mauricio up, and we're going to, I know Mauricio and Kyle just walked in. Oh, Mauricio So Kyle. that's exciting. So you can all clap for me um, because I think no I said funny things. Cool, 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 cool. All right. The plastic bags are here. All right, man. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. God damn it. Damn it. She's here for us, and I jacked off to her three times on Facebook. That's when you know it's real, man. Yeah. The second one wasn't enough, and love comes at three, you know? Someone told me that's a Bible power number. I don't know. All right, my name's Mauricio, man. If I suck, my name is Josh Kahn, man. Let's do this, right? You know? Yeah. He's the biggest sellout in the world, you know? Testing one, two, you know? What I like to talk about right now is uh, I'm an educated man. Uh, I come from Seattle. I know that people in the Bay Area are stupid as fuck, so I'm going to bring, I'm going to start talking slowly, you know? People in the Bay Area are so scared of education, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville. And Seattle's just down the street, man. Fuck yeah. I read for free, and then a white man tells me that I've done enough, you know? And then he calls the cops, and I get a pumpkin spice latte and watch Frasier, man. You know what I mean? My name's Josh Cohn. Hey, can you give me one of those for me? All right, give it up for my favorite undercover cop, Kyle Morrissey, man. He's busting all of us, man. If he doesn't do a line of cocaine, he's about to bust you. That's what we know, you know? That's what we get down, right? What do I like to talk about right now on the news? Uh-oh. Have you guys heard the news right now? Aliens are getting closer? God damn, man. Pentagon released a video of a UFO that's getting too close, man. And I realized that there's two scenarios in my life. I hang out in Maltov. Shout out to Laura Haight. And I realized that <laughs> if they show up to Maltov's, there's only two scenarios. We're either drinking a beer or I'm fucking up that motherfucker, right? It's like, could you imagine next to the pool table? I'm like, what the fuck you looking at, puto? You know, those beady eyes. You're like, hey, you don't know me like that, bato, and I throw a punch, right? And he sends me through like this, like, telekinesis power, right? And I wake up naked in the middle of Texas with something up my ass. I was like, and then World Stop Hip Hop's like, Mauricio got punked, man. Holy shit, man. Can't be good, you know? All right, man. Uh, I hate when uh, white people tell me that they know aliens when they don't know shit. I know aliens. You know why? Because I get molested by them at 3 a.m. Fuck. It sucks, right? I got the worst apartment in downtown Oakland. God damn, right? And the one thing that sucks is I feel like one of those aliens didn't use a condom, so I'm pregnant right now, right? When that fucker shoots out of my stomach, he's like, no, I can't afford you right now. The beer is expensive. No. Ah. He's like, no, no, no. I was like, I love you, Mauricio Jr. 
And I have to take it to Golden Gate Park to eat white people, right? To get revenge from white people, right? Yeah. And he spits out an eyeball. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I was like, I love you again, Marisa Jr. You're not full yet? Let's go to the marina next, right? Yeah, my name's Josh Kahn, man. Good stuff, man. Uh, I was recently in jail in Vegas because a racist white cop tried to George Floyd my ass, right? But I fought back, right, with my Dragon Ball moves, you know? They still busted up my thumbs, and I woke up in jail. And white people hate me right now because I keep telling white kids that jail is fun. And do drugs and drop out of school. That way the rents go low, right? right too soon, right? <laughs> yeah. And I love when I was in jail because I was finally not a minority. Ow! White people slept under our benches, man. I'm from SoCal, too. I was like, man, this is like home, man. Fuck this, yeah. I was uh, the second. I was second in charge of cell block three, man. Shout out to Vegas, you know. And uh, one thing I love is that uh, I told jokes in jail, and the bloods were like, man, if you fuck this setup, we're fucking you up next to the sink. I killed it, motherfuckers. I killed it so hard that I got a blowjob. I was like, God damn, man. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then when he was done, I was like, go Blazers. You know? Yeah. And he's like, are you going to remember me when you get out of jail because you're very talented? I was like, not at all, sir. You know? <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And like, wait, what is your name again? I was like, Josh Kahn, man. And I think I'm going to need a blowjob at Muni Radio at one point, you know? Yeah, man. <sighs> man, I do street crime in South America and say my name is Josh Kahn. Yeah, I can tell you, you motherfuckers aren't woke, man. Am I the only one that drank Icelandic water today? Wow, this is ridiculous. Uh, one thing I like to talk about, I'll leave you guys with this one, is uh, don't fall for the white man, right? They think they're geniuses, but they're not, right? The Beatles aren't geniuses, man. They did a song called Cuckoo-Coo-Choo, Cuckoo-Choo, I am the Eggman. Like, God damn, I'm not that high, man. What the fuck is this? This is a song in the white man's world? You know who's a, you know who's a better genius than the Beatles? Jewel. Because she showed up to Santa Monica, lived in a van, and made it without sucking a man's dick. Now that's my hero, yeah. All right, my name is Josh Kung. Come after me, motherfuckers. Yeah, peace out. I love you. He is the Eggman. He is the Eggman. He is the walrus. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. That was Mauricio. Yay. Yay, our last comedian of the night. He made it back from a crazy place over by Fremont or something. Put your hands together, everybody. You can see him tomorrow night at um, Asiento. Hey, everybody, it's Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Spontaneous. Uh, I had caffeine way too late, and so I might just freeze up halfway through this set. We'll see what happens. I'm happy to be here. Been isolated for a long time. Been isolated for a long time. The quarantine uh, was tough. It was tough. You know how I lost so many friends because of this disease? Um, I mean, they didn't die. They just stopped talking to me. <laughs> like once, I, once I went into quarantine, I didn't know how to use Zoom. That was it. I lost all my friends. Um, I, 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 I did. I actually, it, when, when quarantine started, there were some comics who were like, like we, uh, we this is what we do, so... Like, you actually, this is a real opportunity now that you don't have the stage. You can, like, write and, you know, really figure something out. It's a real opportunity. And it turns out it was an opportunity when you don't have the stage to just realize how everyone who does this is actually just a narcissistic asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Without the stage, that's it. That's, that's all we are. 
like I said, I, I wish my friends – see, if my friends had died of COVID, I'd at least, like, know their status. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing. Um, but, you know, it was a good lesson. And I, I think I'm partially to blame for, for any drama that happened in my life uh, over the last year. I, um, I, I really – it reminded me, I feel like I have unhealthy boundaries when it comes to like friendships with guys. Like I do anytime I have a sincere moment with a guy, there's just a voice in the back of my head that's like kiss him, kiss him, kiss him, come on, kiss him, kiss him on the mouth, kiss him on the mouth. It's not it's not it's not gay. Like I feel this way about my dad. Like every time he puts his hand on my shoulder and is like, I'm proud of you, I'm just like, what if we just started making out? Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Can't uh, I don't take compliments well. That's like a millennial thing, maybe. I think it is. It's because I don't, I don't, I don't do it. Anytime someone says something nice about me to me, I immediately get deflective and start explaining why that's not true. <laughs> the other day, someone was like, "Hey, nice haircut." I was like, "Actually, I'm a real piece of shit." <laughs> uh, my twenties have been a nightmare of financial failures, and so I just went to Supercuts. This cost twenty dollars. It's not a good haircut. Not a good haircut. Um, you know what interested me at the beginning of like quarantine were all the conspiracy theorists who were like, COVID's fake. COVID is not real. It's fake. You got to look for the signs. I was like, what, the f what are they talking about? Fast forward a few months, I learned how easy it is to fall victim to that kind of thinking. It, ha it happened to me. I'll admit it. I fell down the rabbit hole. I did. Uh, in a very unexpected way, I, I was watching a movie called Jaws. Maybe you remember it came out. It only came out like 45 years ago. Um, <laughs> I was watching Jaws, and about halfway through Jaws, I, I was like, but this is exactly how coronavirus happened. This is an old movie. This is an old movie, and the story, beat for beat, is exactly like COVID. I'll, I'll walk you through it. There's an unknown thing that's killing people. There's an unknown thing that's killing people. You guys okay? <laughs> There's an unknown thing that's killing people. And then the experts look into it, and they're like, oh, shit, this thing's really dangerous. The biggest, it's 4th of July weekend's coming up. Everyone's going to be at the beach. <laughs> we got to warn people. And they go to the mayor and tell them. The mayor's like, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not shutting down. Are you kidding me? Our small local economy depends on the revenue that we make from this, from this weekend. And so they stay open, and thousands of people show up at the beach, and some of them die, and then everyone is shocked. Um, but here's the crazy part. Uh, this is where I, I, he I heard the words of the conspiracy theorists echoing in my head. They finally show the shark. And you haven't really seen it. You've seen like a fin here, a tail there, but they finally show the shark. Like full on, you see the shark. And the moment you do, you're like, that is the fakest fucking shark <laughs> that I've ever, there's no way that's what killed those people. Are you kidding? That, that, there's clearly something off screen controlling that thing. And the crazy part is if you go back and you rewind it and you look at all the people that the shark ate, 94-year-old diabetics who weighed 400 pounds. Isn't that crazy? That's, that's insane. Do you guys remember at the beginning of quarantine how they were putting uh, people on ventilators, like oxygen tanks? Remember that? Do you remember how they killed the shark? Like I said, the movie only came out like 45 years ago. Let's, well, it died of COVID. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, that's been it for me. All right, thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Yay! Well, that's been the impression.
Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. The acronym stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, where we find full length movies and we talk over the movie. You listen to the podcast and you watch the movie. We, um, this is a very special episode. Hi, Carl. Hi, hi, Mike. This is a very special episode. This is straight from the archive. We did this, we watched the movie, and the movie was so bad that we felt that we didn't get provider all. And also, the movie failed on so many levels. And we uh, kiboshed it. And we actually yeah. talked about this movie on my brother's podcast, and he kiboshed that episode. It was buried. <laughs> However, the star of the movie, it's actually his last movie. Uh, well, I have some news. Carl, do you want to break the news? Sean Connery has passed away. He was 90 